0: Welcome to Power Talk Radio, where you can listen and learn from celebrities, icons, and everyday hardworking women. Their stories will empower and motivate you to be the best you can be. Our host, Tonya DeCosimo, is the founder of POWER, professional organization of women of excellence recognized and editor-in-chief of POWER magazine. She is also an author, columnist, and has worked successfully for 30 years in the advertising and publishing industry. Welcome to today's program. Here's Tonya.
1: Welcome to another episode of Power Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tonya DeCosimo. And today we're talking about self-love, happiness, and finding the balance in our lives. We all want to be happy. We all need guidance from an expert that's with us today to tell us how to better learn about ourselves and how to self-love because I think we put that last. We forget about us and we put other people before us. So my guest today is Dawn Nick, a certified life and health coach. She is the founder of Whole Self Approach, LLC, and has developed the Whole Self Approach method. Dawn has authored many self-help workbooks. She has developed the Happiness Workshop, A Road to Joy, which has helped thousands of people find balance in their lives. And Dawn has also created the TFEE, which stands for Teens for Empowering Each Other. And she's recently completed her second book, I Built Me. Dawn is a social media influencer and can be found on several social media platforms. And I am so excited to have this happy, wonderful person with us today. How are you?
2: (laughs) How are you doing?
1: That was a mouthful. I can go on and on about you. Thank you. So. Why is it so difficult to love ourselves? That's really my first question.
2: Um, You know, I have to say, I don't know if it's so difficult as it is to really know how to love ourselves. Okay. Um, To really look within yourself could be painful, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody's perfect. We all have little skeletons in our closet and I think to really go deep inside to look at ourselves is scary and people are fearful, and when you're fearful, you don't really take the step or the time to do the work.
1: Right, true, true. Self-help approach,
2: you um, develop that. What exactly is that? It's a whole self-approach, and it's an approach to living your life in a manner that's gonna bring about the best version of yourself it's really centered around self, right? So self-love, self-awareness, self-acceptance, accountability, And that again, is like really looking at ourselves. And when we can do that, we can fully embrace who we are. And when you are able to get to that point, you can use it in other areas of your life to really create some balance. And when you have balance in your life, your life is more manageable.
1: Is it true, Dawn, that if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? I mean, you always hear that saying, well, how can you love somebody if you don't love
2: yourself? Personally, I believe that to be true. How can you love other people if you don't even love yourself? We would like to love, be loved, but at the end, if you don't have that love for yourself, you really don't know how to love someone, right? Let's talk relationships for a second. Mm -hmm. you're in a relationship with someone, the first thing I always tell my clients, because a lot of times that's the bulk of the issue, sometimes, is that when you're in a relationship with someone, we teach somebody how to treat us, right? What we're willing to accept.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Are we setting boundaries in our relationships? We need to. We need to set boundaries. If you don't have those boundaries for yourself, how are you setting them for somebody else? If you don't have self-respect. How are you gonna teach somebody else to respect you? What are you willing to give up?
1: Right, that's no. so true, so true. So why do we attract, some, some of us, not all of us, but some of us attract the wrong type of person, a, a person who might verbally or mentally or physically abuse us. Mm-hmm. Why do people choose that, that wrong?
2: What, 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 what are they putting out there? That's a very deep question um, there's so many factors to that. It can go back to our childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Of how we grew up, what we saw, what we were taught. Also, a lot of it is self-esteem. Yeah. Right. Sure. So if we're not feeling so good about who we are, then we really don't care how people treat us. Sometimes maybe you don't feel worthy
1: yeah.
2: and your acceptance of that behavior is okay. So Anytime you go through any type of relationship, you really have to look at yourself first. People don't make you happy. Mm. You know, you make you, like, you make you happy. You have to be okay with yourself. You have to be happy with yourself in order to be happy with somebody else. You know, we can't rely on someone else to fill that bucket. True. Yeah. Mm. And I
1: think too many many of us look for somebody else to make us happy. Meanwhile, you know, you're right. Make yourself happy.
2: (laughs) It's work. You know like self-work it's a lot of work it's Mm -hmm. probably the best investment you're going to give yourself right because at this point in our lives okay i'm 48 years old i spent the majority of my life growing up you know you listen to your parents you do you do what they have to do then you go to college and you get a degree and you do what you have to do then you get into a marriage and a family and you do what you have to do for everybody else at some point you have to look at yourself and say okay what am I gonna do for myself? How am I going to become the best version of, of me? And how am I gonna create this environment where I have true joy? Right. You know, so it's it's so, it's so difficult. When
1: you hear somebody talk about it, you're like, wow, it sounds easy, right? But yet when we go to do it, it's so difficult. It is, it's and funny. It, It's funny because if I ever Put myself first. I feel so guilty. Like even when I go on vacation, it's weird. I feel guilty. And believe me, if I go away two weeks a year, that's a lot. But I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like I shouldn't be doing it for me. I should be doing it for others or sending somebody else away. Why do I have that guilt? Probably that stems from growing
2: up, to be quite honest with you, right? We all have our parents, first of all, I hate to say this, but our mothers, I blame our mothers for everything. <laughs> I just do, you know what I mean? Like Trick. I have a son, I don't know if you have children, but like we could do the best that we possibly can do, but we'll, we're gonna get blamed anyway. Like, yeah. you know, like it's how you grow up. It's the things that people say. However, having said that, I think some people are givers and we're constantly giving.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and a lot of times when you are givers, you feel like you're being selfish, Yeah. but here's the thing is being selfish, a bad thing. I'm learning that it's not it's not. And I I,
1: Yeah. I could say at the age of 52, I'm, I'm just figuring that out. You know, I feel like COVID put everything into perspective for me and, you know, I need to think about me a little bit more. And try to be a little bit more selfish.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say that. that. Like yeah. being a, the word selfish really is not such a negative thing. Yeah. When we do good for others, you have to really ask yourself why. It's twofold. One, because you wanna help someone else, but mm-hmm. two, it also makes you feel good to help yeah. somebody else. That's all, That's a selfish act. Yeah. Right? Like feeling good. There's something wrong with that. Like, I think we're so used to thinking self is such a negative thing, but like that, what's that saying about being on a plane? The plane is going down. Like, help yourself first before you could help somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true in all areas. Yeah. If you don't help yourself first, how you possibly help someone else?
1: True. Very true. Good point. Good point.
2: Now, what is the happiness
1: workshop, a road to joy, all about? What What is that about?
2: So it's the happiness workshop is. My most most popular workshop, right? Um, it's called "Happiness Road to Joy," because happiness, to me, people will mm-hmm. differ with this opinion, but to me, happiness is very extrinsic, right? Very temporary. Yeah. It fills whatever it is, fills that void for the moment. Joy, on the other hand, is very intrinsic. No matter what, like your circumstances, where you are, what's going on, you have joy. Mm-hmm. And um, the workshop really focuses on self. There's six steps to the workshop. Um, before the COVID whole thing happened, it was a six week workshop. Mm-hmm. So Each week you worked on something else. The first thing was, very, it was very methodical, but identifying what's going on in your life. Then you go into acceptance, like, okay, we identify what the problem was, how are we going to accept where we are at the moment? Mm. My acceptance is key. You need to accept what's going on at the moment in order to even have change. So accept acceptance. Then we go into accountability because no matter what you, when I get into an argument and I could have said nothing, but I play a part in this. Mm. Me saying nothing was the part I played. So what part did you play? Where's the accountability in what's going on in your life? And then you go into awareness, like, okay, You talk about all the things that you've done, all the wrongs that you've done, and you kind of have to really just make amends for that. In order for you to be free, you have to be able to identify your part in every situation. Mm -hmm. Then you make a list of all the things that you feel resentment towards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Find a way and learn a way to forgive those resentments. Forgive, that's like, I mean, if there's any gift I could give anybody, it's a gift of forgiveness. You have to learn to forgive because forgiveness has nothing to do with you. I mean, nothing to do with them, has everything to do with you. Right, right, it has to do with us. So that yes. You can move forward and you could live your life in peace. It mm-hmm. doesn't make another person's actions or behavior acceptable. It just says, I'm no longer willing to be the power over me. Mm-hmm. you learn to forgive and then let go. So it is a process. It's funny that
1: you're talking about forgiveness. So I said to somebody, I forgive you. Those are so powerful. But he turned around and said, but I never apologized. And I said, I know, but I forgive you anyway, because in order for me to move on in my life, I have to forgive things that you have done. That's correct. But I just felt that was, you know, some people can't apologize for things that they've done wrong. What, What is, a, a, you're probably going to say it stems from their childhood too, because a lot of things do. But how somebody can't apologize for something that they have done and not acknowledge that they hurt somebody, I, I just don't understand that.
2: People don't apologize because they're not re- they're not ready to forgive themselves, mm. right? A, an apology is a complete selfish act. Mm. When you apologize to somebody, it's not for them; it's for you, so you can move forward. You wrong somebody, and hopefully, you're a good person, right? So you're feeling bad that you actually hurt somebody. So when you apologize to them, not only are you saying you, you know like. You want their forgiveness, but you're saying to yourself, like, I want to be free of, of this pain huh. that not only caused them, but you, that you cause yourself. So when somebody, I always say to somebody, apologize for your part and it doesn't matter how they respond. They could say, I don't accept your apology. I don't care. It doesn't matter because that apology is really not for them. It's for huh. you so you can move forward and continue to live your life. You apologize because you feel bad. So you can move forward. You can't control that response. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things like, you know, in this world, right? We try so much to control everything. But the reality is the only thing you can control is yourself. Your actions, your reactions. Mm. What comes out of your mouth, I have zero control over. But I certainly have control over how I react to what comes out of your mouth. And I choose to react positively To most everything because I do it for me
1: not for you yeah yeah we have to remain positive now what about you talk about coaching and nutrition and how through both of those you can achieve your best self and and I do agree with that you know nutrition plays a big part in in your not only your your physical but I, I feel your mental as well
2: right mental emotional physical First of all, I come from a very Eastern thought. Mm-hmm. I was raised in South Korea. my mother's Korean, never took an antibiotic. Um, you know I wasn't raised with the traditional Western kind of medicine, right? So I was right. always raised through nutrition, you know through herbs and things like that. So as an adult, um, I'm very focused on feeding your body the right things. Mm-hmm. When you feed your body the right things, you feed your mind the right things, you become more like, you know, emotionally stable, right? Nobody, think of how you feel when you don't eat well. Physically, you don't feel good. Not only does it show on your body, but it really shows on everything. Managing stress is another one. Besides nutrition, we have to learn to manage our stress, right, like it's about finding balance in, in all the areas of our life so when I do coaching I just I don't focus just on like talk therapy right I focus on finding a balance in your life where are you nutritionally physically emotionally socially um, you know work, work professionally where are you yeah. in the little circle I call of life. I would rather you be a five in all areas and have balance than be 10 financially, two socially, seven in your health. You want to have balance, then you can manage your life a little bit better. So talking about balance, Mm -hmm. women today are doing
1: it all, okay? They're managing their families. Well now, especially with COVID, their families are at home, a lot of them. So you have the kids home, they're trying to do the work, they're cooking dinner, They're trying to find a little leisure time. What advice do you have for women today who are just trying to balance and juggle it all?
2: Well, the best advice I could give somebody is to let go, (laughs) right? A lot of times we try to do everything because when we don't get everything finished, there's a sense of failure a lot of times. I think as women too, you're trying to prove your way a little bit more than than, than has to be. Yeah. Um, I would prioritize my day. Listen, I was sick with COVID and I literally could not speak to my clients for like three weeks. The, I think this was the first time ever that I kind of in the beginning felt a little bit depressed. Like, And I'm not a person to get depressed. I always see the positive in everything, right? And I'm saying to myself, oh my God, like I'm not able to help anybody. Like I can't believe this. And then I'm saying to myself, like, take a step back. Mm. Really look at the situation and ask yourself, what's the most important here? Right? Like, what's most important? Work away from you a little bit. You know, get my health in order. Make sure that, you know, I get my nutrition in order. There are things that are more important. So especially now if you're home. A lot of women are not working the way that they were. You know, they're back at home, they're
1: mm.
2: um, maybe going on Zoom and doing whatever, but it's a very different life when you're actually out of the house than in the yeah. house. So it's about finding and managing what you can do by prioritizing your day, being able to say, okay, if I don't get certain things done, it's so, it's okay. It's okay. You know, like we're so multitaskers that it's okay to kind of like let it go a little bit. It's going to be there tomorrow. That's right. You know, that's it's right. going to be there tomorrow. So, so let's to- talk yeah. about your book, I Built Me. Okay. What is, what is this about? <laughs> okay. So I Built Me um, came about, this was like a title change to a book I was working on something and then you know, my editor was like, listen, great, but you, you're so impersonal. (laughs) Like, okay. You know, like I said, it's hard to talk about yourself, right? So really delve into some of the personal things. Like, it's a great read, but I don't really know how you got here, you know, what kind of drives you. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really about life, you know, and the circumstances that you go through life and the visions and how, you kind of build yourself to be who you are, right? What you've accepted in your life, what you've learned from it, how to let go of it. Um, And I think it's not just about me, but I think it's about a lot of women to be quite honest, because a lot of times people talk about reinventing themselves. You know, like um, it's really, I think especially as women, it's important I think to have a purpose so, yes. I Built Me is really about what my why is, you know, what my purpose is, um, and how I was able to find that. And I think if we all could find our purpose, our why, then you have something great to work towards. Love so it. Love that's
1: it. What it is. <laughs> well, you know, I have to say this, you're so beautiful, you have such a glow oh, to so. you. Thank you, and you could tell people are happy when they have this glow. I don't care about makeup. Somebody has makeup on or they don't, they still have this glow about them. And you just have this, this, this radiance. And I love it. (laughs) And the first time I met you, I was like, this one, there's something special about this woman. And you are certainly inspiring, empowering, and very special. So I want to thank you for being with us for helping us out and giving us advice and tips. And uh, you know, you're in power magazine. You were uh, actually, you were in the summer 2020 issue. We were so happy about that. Um, And you are a powerful woman. So what does the word power mean to you? Wow.
2: You know, it's so funny. I was thinking about that. Power means so many things, but for me, I think if I could describe power, it would really be about self-love and acceptance. Mm -hmm. Now, in today's world, it's truly hard to accept ourselves for exactly who we are, for exactly who we are. And I think if you can just accept yourself and love yourself, that's pretty powerful. You know, that's something no one could ever take away from you. Absolutely. Love
1: it. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. (laughs) Dawn, thank you so much for being with us today. How can people reach you uh, besides reading
2: about you in Power Magazine if somebody wants to get in touch with you? Sure, people can reach me via Facebook, which is dawnnick, wholeselfapproach.com. I'm actually coming up with a new website. So right now my website is actually under construction. But um, in the meantime, they can reach me through Facebook, through Instagram, through email, which is wholeselfapproach at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah, my Instagram is healthy cooking for life, the number four life. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you, you keep up the good work. Thank, Thank you for you.
1: inspiring Thank us you. and stay healthy.
2: It was nice to see you. Thanks for giving me.
1: You as well. Great. Take see care you. Thanks, Thank Dawn Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Power Talk Radio. We hope you were inspired by our show today and look forward to our next episode featuring another empowering woman. To learn more about being part of Power, go to powerwo.com. That's www.powerwoe.com and follow us on social media.